0: Eagles are we, brother to brother and everyone a brave amigo. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of season 3 of the Three Amigos FBL podcast. I'm your host Don and I'm joined as always by my amigo Mars and my amiga Kylie, with the tears of a couple of captain fails still fresh on their little chubby cheeks. As is our tradition, we begin our podcast with a brief review of the previous game week with the best score in poem or song format, so that this week is me. Uh, the weather outside is frightful but with jimmy it is all delightful in game week 18 i scored an even 50 which in the end is pretty nifty guys we've only got four days to go let it go let it go let it go margie baby you're you're up (laughs) next
1: (laughs) you just had like a full mishmash of different musical numbers there i'm very confused
2: I don't, no, I, I thought, I thought, let it snow. Let it, I thought the whole song was let it snow, no? You know? It was, it was. Yeah. It, I don't what know
0: song? why. Uh, Kylie's a yeah. bit confused. Uh, yeah.
2: I think Ky- Kylie's mixing Frozen with, uh, yeah, I was. with Michael I was. Bubble's song. I
1: was. I was like, wait, Elsa sings that one. And then, no, okay. I see what happens now.
0: So Hit it there, Marzi.
1: Captain fails all around us. This is a chance to go on a run.
2: Sold Todd, he got a ton pointer, but I thought it's okay. I got Son. Ended up on 43. Oh, I've completely forgotten the rest. Oh, well. 43 points. There we go.
1: (laughs) In the week that it was, 42's not all bad. Captain Rashford fell short, moved from Vardy. So sad. Tomori is back, delivered a seven. If only I played him, it would have been heaven.
0: Um, Give us your rant of the week, Marzia.
1: Yeah, I mean, my rant
2: is pretty simple. Like, racism again in England in in the 20th century. I mean, I genuinely don't know what what to say or what to do about this like you know fine if you think that your team should a player should not be getting sent off because of another player but why why stoop that low what are you proud of your father or your son or your daughter what are you go look at yourself in the mirror beat yourself up and maybe lock yourself up for a few days and hopefully you'll get banned for life and never step foot in a football football stadium I, I honestly, I'm just fed up of it. To be honest.
0: Yeah, this seems to be a common thing. I don't know how many yeah, how yeah. many weeks we've talked about this, Mersey. Um, unfortunately, it seems to be more and more common. Name.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Mm. As John actually, Byron, I don't know as why they didn't
2: stop the game. I don't know why they didn't stop the game because there were three three uh, announcements. Three, apparently, three yeah. announcements, So actually, per the protocol, they should have stopped the game.
0: Yeah, but they don't. They're not good at sticking to these protocols. But um, as I was going to say there, as John Barron said about racism in football, it is uh, it is a reflection of society. So, I mean, anyone who thinks that it's limited is just football fans thinking or thinking it's okay to behave in this way, unfortunately, is deluded too. Um, but here, uh, here, Mersey, um, we all share in your rant. Uh, let's kick on with our listener questions. Um, and this podcast is a nice short one this week because, um, of course, we have a relatively short turnaround before the Day slash Boxing Day fixtures. Um, so um, let's come to you first, Kylie. Um, all three of us own Son, and um, as we all just saw, he got a sending off, and he will now have uh, a three-game ban. For a player extolled for having such a sunny disposition, the Korean has a bit of a habit lately of uh, picking up annoying red cards. Um, what do you intend on doing with him now that uh, now that, that suspension is likely to uh, to be upheld? What's your plan of action?
1: Yeah, um, this is an interesting one. And actually, I think uh, someone had tweeted uh, earlier, just after the match, that it was the third red card he's had in uh, 18 weeks, which makes sense. I mean, obviously, one of those was rescinded, but um, he did get the ban at the end of last season. So um, it is it, it is becoming a common occurrence. I mean, I love Son, um, and he is so smiley, but he he isn't doing himself any favours. And um, this one, I don't see this one being overturned. Um, and I'm not sure why he acted so surprised that he got a red card in the first place, having watched it. Um, this is a bit of a frustrating one because I think many of us did uh, make reasonably substantial moves to get Son in. I myself sold Trent for Kelly and then did Pulisic to Son. As it turns out, that's really annoying because Pulisic didn't play and I would have had Tamori seven points coming on instead. But no, I got the minus. I'm just glad I didn't captain him, which I very much did debate. Um, But in terms of who to bring in, I think it's really challenging If you are someone who has held on to your Liverpool attacking asset, for most people that is Mane, but there are Salah owners out there as well. Um, And I am one of those. And I also own KDB and I own Ali. So I have who I would think would be the kind of more obvious um, targets for that position. And I – I, you know, I think if I look at it, Salah could be interesting um, as a double up there, but it's quite a substantial upgrade still. So, you know, I, I may have to take a hit if I decide to go down that that path. Um, but I, I struggle to see similarly priced options that are viable. So I'm thinking, you know, uh, going down to Grealish if I wanted to fund an upgrade somewhere else. Uh, That might be an option because of their great fixtures. But then the question of McGinn. McGinn has a three-month ankle injury now. Um, Is him not playing going to impact on uh, Grealish? Is Grealish going to play deeper now? I mean, he has a great fixture next week, seemingly against Norwich, but um, I'm not sure. Do I want to double up on Liverpool? Uh, Would I be ballsy enough to consider Pogba. Side note, no, but you know, I know that there will be people out there in the community thinking about it. I think this one has really rattled people because we were all very comfortable with the idea of having Son in our teams and we had done the groundwork to get him in there. Um, and if you are someone that does still own your Liverpool asset and KDB, there's not necessarily a, a ready-made move there. Um, that's totally obvious.
0: Uh, Pogba is, uh, is one that definitely we will be talking about in a little while when we speak about the Man United options. But I know Cruise Control um, messaged us in our listener questions and he was uh, asking about Spurs, how they ruined his FBL Christmas. Um, he's got three players, some of zero points in this, this past game week. He obviously has a double up of Ali and Son, which I myself have as well. And he is actually wondering about who, um, who he could move to if he already has Mane, Marzi. What do you think of if the if you do have Mane, would Salah be somebody that if you do want to move away from Spurs if they've pissed you off enough, um, that double up of the Liverpool midfielders? What do you think on that one?
2: I think it's a lot of money, but I think it's worth it. Um, I don't think it needs to be straight away. Uh, there's a couple of tough games and a quick turnaround, so you 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 can wait. A little bit for the fixtures to, uh, you know, to avoid the congestion. But I think um, Salah. We can't
1: it, wait with the Son piece. That's the problem. I no, guess, but you don't need to jump
2: on Liverpool straight away. So, for example, like you said, you can downgrade, downgrade to, to Grealish or someone like that, and um, save the money. You can, uh, By the way, I mean, if you if you have it, enough playing players, uh, let's say you have uh, Son plus three Liverpool players on your bench, yeah. You can afford to keep Son for a game on the bench. Yes, he's going to drop in price. But if you're not fussed about that, you can wait and see what you want to do or want to make a, two moves without taking a minus four. Uh, but yes, there's he's not going to get... Uh, the the red card is not going to get rescinded. He's, he's going to be banned for three games. Um, I guess it's an easy one if you don't have Ali. So I don't have Ali and I'm thinking, right, okay, they have still good fixtures and... Ali will be playing still further forward and he needs to play now, especially with this with, 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 with their missing son. Um but yeah, I am not against the Liverpool double up at all. Um, um I'm not really t- sure on Pogba. T- tell me
0: yeah, I know no, Pogba is always one that uh, he Just United.
2: He yeah,
0: well, and and people are never that sure on Paupa as well. But um, the actually one thing that we got a listener question in to do with FBL Oakwell was talking about um whether or not you still be um happy to captain Kane. Um, he believes like that with Son out, he may revert. Kane might revert to his number nine position. Do you think that Son being out will have a positive impact on Kane?
2: To be honest, my captain, uh, Kane was going to be my captain for next game week. Whatever happened. I think for me, for my team, it's the most obvious choice. I'm never going to captain Vardy against Liverpool just for for more than one reason. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think, look, I th- <laughs> Spurs were awful today, but Kane looked the most one that, that would have scored and also probably should have had a penalty or two for handling inside the box a couple of times. It's weird that Vard doesn't go to those, but it was quite obvious. So yeah, for me, look, they they are angry. They're gonna get back. They wanna they wanna turn it around quickly. Um, they've got a good home fixture. So for me, I'm not gonna overthink it or get angry because he blanked once. I brought him in for these run of fixtures. Sometimes your captain's gonna blank. It's the same if I have Rash- if I had Rashford for- against Newcastle at home. Actually, Newcastle are defending good. But would I would I be put off by captain Rashford because he didn't score against Watford? No, I wouldn't. Because every game is different, and teams that lose are going to come back and want to be fighting. They not, I, I, sadly, funnily enough, I don't think United were were that bad today. I just think they they are mm. bad. Full stop. But yeah, yeah. yeah it's is, the
1: it's Kane the, the issue we that know. we kind of knew about them. That, like it's not totally surprising that they no. you know didn't deliver against Watford. Um, they are notably really only able to attack on the counter. Um, and in any other scenario, they really seem to struggle to to create. Um, so it, it wasn't all that surprising.
0: If uh, since, since we've kind of shifted a little bit to talking Man United, we might actually just um, jump to that topic. Um, that I know that a lot of people do have um, a lot of Red Devils maybe in their team. I know Kylie, you captain Rashford in this past game week. Um, and Pogba has just after returning to the lineup. Um, maybe like is the um, I'll come to you first, actually, Marzi, on it, and then we'll come to Kylie. But um, is con- inconsistency the price we kind of pay for putting our trust in a team with an inexperienced manager at the helm? Um, I know, as you said there, um, you don't think Man United were that bad. And one thing I would say is I don't think Watford are actually as bad as what. They look at sometimes. I mean, I think that against Liverpool, for instance, they look quite dangerous. Yeah, um, and, and at, so,
2: home, at home, Watford can be quite a,
0: a, a strong team. Mm, so I mean, like the like the Man United assets you mentioned there. You had Rash. If you had Rashford, wouldn't necessarily be rushing to sell him. Um, no. But what's your thinking on Pogba? He's returned now. He is a very, very attractive price or relatively attractive price for a player of his quality. We know what he can do. We know what we assume. He may be even on penalties if it's a thing that Le- uh, Man United get penalties. Don't know what the situation with that is with with Man United, but it's quite possible. Um, what's your thinking on Paupa?
2: Look, just on United, and I know people will say I'm biased, but I said this right at, the be- at the beginning of the season when I saw how they were playing. I said it to United fans. United remind me of Liverpool in the 90s where we we win one game we, we write, raise up our game against a United or, a, or, or an Arsenal at the time, right? We get the win and we think, right, we're back on track and we still finish eighth. And we keep counting how many points we are behind fourth place. Oh, we're only four. We're only eight. We're only ten. Look, United are not good enough to be in the top four. Ole is not good enough to manage United. The team, the team itself... If you look around of the old, amazing United teams that we used to hate for footballing reasons but respect because of what they did, this, this team is, is, is shocking. It's a joke. So I'm not surprised that they are doing this. They will raise their game against City and against Tottenham because they're big teams and, like we said, they play on the counter. But actually, sometimes I watch them today and I'm like, I couldn't see them scoring, yet they actually weren't that bad. And this is the scary thing. They were not that bad. But they were just what I expected of United this season. So now onto their onto their assets. Now, of course, that in FPL, this this is just a general thing. Rashford has been brilliant, and one blank sh- or, or a couple of blanks should not put people off because we see in that different strikers are blanking at different times, um, and he's still a good option. He's, they still have a good run, and he's their main man. He will play most of of their games. I'm not saying he's the best option out there. There's a lot of options right now. Talking about Ings, Jimenez, Vardy. But most people have Vardy plus a couple. Yeah. Um, With regards to Pogba, that's a really tough one. I mean, I know what people are saying, but it's Pogba, it's it's just about him being in the mood. Is he going to be in the mood to play and deliver? Then he's absolutely a, a great option. He looked all right today when he came on. He looked like the one that would 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 unlock things or do something. Um, I don't know how fit he is. Can he can he start next game? I'm not sure. Um, and um, yeah, I just think I think maybe we'll wait 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 and see what Pogba. is. It's, it's, I don't know if I want to buy someone who I'm not sure will start next next uh, week, especially over the next couple of weeks now, or two three week game weeks where you can have. Um, Quick turnaround and people are going to be on and off and you might need your bench. He might come on again. He might start, I'm not sure. Um, and also maybe he actually might turn on because he wants to get sold in January. I don't think he wants to be there. I don't think they want him to be there. It's 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 one of those. I just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on.
0: But Pogba, one thing I do say about Pogba is Pogba's on there. He makes a massive difference because even even the way other, the opposition reacts to him, they are a little bit nervous of him. Um, and I don't think any of the other Man United midfielders uh, pose that kind of threat. Uh, Kylie, you mentioned you're not. Um, you're earlier on. You hinted that you're not a Pogba um, fan. Um, so, is are you echoing basically Marzi's thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, it's not that I'm not a Pogba fan. I just think a move for him at the moment is so speculative. It's just, you know, he's been out for essentially the whole season. And, as Mars said, fitness is is a factor because he's been out for so long um and and the considerable um you know a number of matches that that there are and reduced amount of time between matches so that doesn't really that that's something that. For most other players, we would, particularly ones who are just coming back from injury or maybe uh, often have fitness or injury issues, it would be a red flag for us to, you know, that would prevent us from buying them. In most cases, Um, there was a lot of excitement about Pogba on Twitter, and I think that absolutely it makes sense for people to keep an eye on him as an asset because he is in a nice price range that is very affordable. Um, but the, the thing with Pogba is that despite all the hype of his back, it, it really is a case of, as Mars said, you know, when he's in the mood, when he's individually motivated, because we have seen plenty of times when he has been fit and fine to play and has just been and hasn't yielded any positive infa- impact on, on the team at all. So um, it it's it's a hard one to call. I think he could be a good differential in time, but I would definitely want to be seeing a bit more. And there's nothing about United themselves that would particularly entice me to invest now. I have Rashford. I'm not looking to sell Rashford just yet for all the reasons that we've kind of mentioned. Um but I, I wouldn't be investing in United right now, is what I would probably say.
0: Good stuff. Thanks, Kate. Uh, Marzi, come back to you on Liverpool. Um, as I mentioned, and we kind of knew we'd get a lot of listener questions in to do with them because after they're blank, a good lot of managers actually sold the likes of Mane or Trent or Robbo um, as opposed to holding them or putting them on their bench. Um, FBL Dave was wanting us to talk about uh, Trent versus Robo. As you know, if you if you did sell one of them, or if you never had them, and you're looking to bring them in from this game week, which one would you be going for? Uh, Cameron was looking at getting back on Mane or Salah. Um, and I guess is wanting to make a decision on which one to go for. And Bikesh Shreha, um, apologies if I didn't get that name right, uh, with Fab and Out Ox, or Ox Out, is Kaita worth a shot? Morpheus Fire also has Trent and Robbo, and he's wondering which third red will join his team, Mane or Virgil. Um so he's a Green Arrow, Shisha, and Malbec all round. Thanks for that. Um, but uh, Mersey, um, Liverpool. What is your thinking yeah. on on Mane? <clears throat> are you planning on getting him right back in, or are you planning on holding fire for a couple of weeks?
2: I never sold him, so I had uh, I had Robo Trent and Mane two weeks ago. Last week, so th- that's weekend. right. You sold Trent, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I sold yeah. Robo first of all. When uh, mm. so, so my plan was to sell the defenders and keep Mane. I wanted to f- to free some money. Um, and go pound shop defenders basically for a while. Um, so Man Manistain, I think if you do not have a Liverpool midfielder, you need a Liverpool midfielder. I'm not saying you need them immediately for ga- for for the game away to Leicester because I think uh, it's one of those games that it's it's funny. Le- I hate saying this. Leicester can't afford to lose because then they will be what 13 points behind us, um, and a game in hand. So I see it being a tight game, um, but then you know Salah and Mani could always pop pop in, in in those tight games and score the the most important goal. But what what I'm saying is I wouldn't go ripping my team apart right now to bring them in. You could you could afford to wait a week and just take the hit of whatever happens next next game week. But I think it's essential, not essential. But well, it's, it's it's important to have one of them in your team moving forward. Now, if I didn't have either. And I was going to buy one now. I think it would be Salah just because he's, he seems to be back in form. He's getting loads of chances and missing shitloads of them and scoring the more (laughs) difficult one and scoring the more difficult ones. Right. He seems to be brimming with confidence again.
1: And yeah, that's the big case.
2: And he's playing up front. He's, he's actually playing up front.
1: I think in a weird 40 through one. Yeah, yeah, like-
0: I, I think it is, because for me, yeah. though, it's been a little bit out of form, and I think he definitely is, is um, getting more time as that main man. But yeah. um, it's funny, because I definitely I agree with you on that. I have Mane. Um, I actually forgot that it was Trent you sold, <coughs> not Mane, this um, this past game week yeah. that you held him. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think personally, if I had a choice between the two right now, I would be thinking Salah, because the way he looks, yeah. he just looks a lot more dangerous.
2: Don't get me wrong, I think Mane still will deliver. Mm. I think I think, and this is why I, where, where I agree with Kali, I think having both could be such a differential. And um, mm. I will look once once I sell Kane my cash cow after this run of fixtures. God knows what he's going to get me. Uh, I'm hoping for a bit more than today. Um, I I'm most likely going to go double Liverpool midfield for a while.
0: Absolutely. Speaking uh, speaking of that double Liverpool midfield, um, of course, uh, we had, who was that? Cameron was, uh, no, uh, Bikesh Shevra was actually talking about um, Kaita. Now, he was a little bit of kind of one of these differentials that I had definitely my eye on when he signed for Liverpool because Mm -hmm. of those clips, the video clips, which showed him to be a bit of a (laughs) box-to-box midfielder. But um, is his time now, is Kaida like, cause as as he mentions, there is a decent number of injury concerns there in that midfield. Over the Christmas, he's likely Kaida is likely to get a decent bit of game time. Is he somebody you maybe think about if you do want to have um, that third Liverpool player, but you can't quite stretch to getting in Manai or Salah?
2: You see, what I love about Kaida is the way he runs in the box. We have not had midfielders like him for a while. We have hard-working midfielders, Milner, Henderson, Fab. They will do all the dirty work and allow Robert Trent and the front three to do the rest. What Ox brings is the the power and the shots and the drive. Keita has this unbelievable relationship with Salah where they just know where each other is. If you watch them play together, it's ridiculous. Every time they play together, one assists, one scores. Uh, They did it again in the World Cup, uh, World Club Cup. Which, by the way, we didn't mention that we're the champions of the world, Don. I can't believe we forgot to say that.
0: I how mean, did we not say that? And how I don't I...
2: know. I don't know. I think we mm. should do a rendition of We Are The Champions. No, <laughs> don't. <laughs> 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 um, so, listen. I, 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 as a Liverpool fan, I'm really happy that we're seeing the best of Keita. And long may that continue. I think he'll be a huge pump right now with everything, with all the other midfielders that are that are delivering around us. So, I think... A lot of people have I, uh, probably two defenders and a, and a midfielder or two midfielders and a defender. I don't think Keita is yet on that list. I think he's one to watch. I think if you really want a punt, he's worth it. But I think there's better, there's other options around that are delivering a lot more than what he is, personally. Yeah. That's just
0: my, uh, my opinion. Yeah, I think what we maybe should do now, Marzi, is we'll just go through with the list of countries of which Liverpool are now champions, okay? So, start off um, Albania, Andorra, Australia. <laughs> oh, my God. Will we, not, will we not keep on going? Oh, Kylie. You, you, oh. No. Okay, okay no. we won't. Okay, we won't. <laughs> uh, uh, now, one other topic that I want to, and we, we got a few listener questions. So, Don, before, I, before, before we move what, on,
2: might as well just quickly cover the Trent versus Robo and, oh, yeah. and, yeah, yeah. and Morpheus's question. Trent versus Robo. God, I love Robo. I love a snidey player. We've needed, we've needed one of them in Liverpool. We've been too nice and I love him. But I think right now, I think the most creative player there is Trent. In, and uh, now, obviously, we've got this still this yellow to watch out for because he can still get it in the next game and be banned for the game after. But to be honest, between them, it's a coin toss. I would say Trent because of the set pieces and, um, yeah, the set pieces mainly. But I love Robo. And last last one is for Morpheus Fire, my man. Uh, yeah, not Virgil van Dyke, mate. You you want to, Trent Robo plus Trent Robo Manessala. Pick three pick three of those four uh, moving forward. That's where I would where go.
0: Yeah, I agree. We um, have to have one of the attacking guys. Um, and as I mentioned, we wanted to talk about Danny Ings. We got a good few questions in on him, which we knew we would because uh, many of us, the three of us included, have tried to ignore his form, I'm sure that his injury history would eventually catch up on him. However, he just keeps scoring. Um, now at I believe eleven goals and one assist in his eighteen games to date, is it time to ask Santa for something nice? Some things nice Doneke made <laughs> oh, he made such a mess of that one. <laughs> that was or, terrible. <laughs> or or is that a Christmas,
1: Christmas tidings? Gift? You know, yeah, it,
0: something yeah, like that. I don't yeah.
1: know. There's just so many places you could have gone that would have been. Yeah,
0: yeah. But some things nice, Kylie. Or is that a Christmas gift you will regret? So what do you think, Kylie, on Danny Ing's?
1: rings is a difficult one okay because the fixtures aren't great yep, Look, you have to get not... off the fence
0: Kylie no no fence sitting what do you think Magic?
1: <laughs> well let, okay just just let me tease out my thoughts here okay you can't rush the process Don, honestly you should know better I need well, my... we
0: do know that yeah we know that
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> anyway um so they have Chelsea Crystal Palace Tottenham Leicester and Wolves I believe um and Chelsea, now Tamori's back. So they're not completely reliant on, you know, the disaster that is uh, Christensen, who I hate, um, you know, so they should be defensively uh, stronger than uh, they have been uh, of late. But, you know, Palace have been decent. Tottenham, who knows what you're going to get. Leicester, Wolves, like none of them are absolute rollover teams defensively. So, um There is a case to say that it, you know, that ship might've sailed for many who haven't bought him in yet, but I would always, always veer on the side of, uh, form. So I think if you look at, if you look at your team and you have a player who's not playing or, you know, like look at Tammy. Okay. (laughs) Tammy, the haters are going to hate here, but like, you know, he, he's hasn't been great. And now all of a sudden everyone's selling him. Um, And I think that, yeah, it may be slightly, you may perceive it to be slightly too late to be getting Danny Ings in, but he's still only 6.4 million, I think. And in a season where results have been somewhat unpredictable, Danny Ings has been incredibly predictable in that he continues to score week in, week out, could have had loads more goals in that time as well. So, I wouldn't say that it's too late to go for him. He seems to be in the form of his life it, at at a fitness level that he has not been at for ever um so I think it's absolutely fine to jump on and um see if you can ride out some of the wave. I wouldn't expect that he probably delivers the same Amount of goals as he had has over the last five weeks, you know, in the next five fixtures. But I think he can still deliver superbly for his price, um, and I think that there are goals to be had. If there's a goal for Southampton, it's likely going to be him, and he's hoovering up the bonus as he goes along as well. He's he so, very
0: much he's like the variety of, uh, of he is yeah. exactly yeah. But, well,
2: he he he's their talisman. Look, he is. I agree with. Some of what Kali said, right? But sometimes you just have to put your hands up and say, "I missed it." What, what I'm saying, or, or or also the other things, what I'm saying, we have so many good forwards. So are you? What are you switching? And why are you switching? If you're switching to to save money and then upgrade your midfield, fine. If you're switching to chase points, just put your hands up. Well done, Ings, captain as this game week. Apart from and by the way, watch watch the game, watch the highlights. Villa were shockingly awful. I mean, Engels number twenty two. I'm faster than him, and I can't run. Uh, Now I can't run at this age. Before I was, I was a bit faster. Um, (laughs) And and then and so Mars,
1: are you saying that you don't think like that's almost saying that you know the shit. Has sort of it's it's gone. It's, like Danny Ings isn't going to score any more goals. Like I'm not people who have Tammy gonna score
2: anymore. I'm not going to say he's not. I'm not saying he's not going to score anymore. What I would question is, is he going to ask? Okay, so Tammy's got Southampton next week. Do you, so, and Ings got Chelsea.
1: Mm. I, one mean, of them's in form and one of them's not. I
2: don't. know, Okay. Uh, I think Chelsea are bouncing right now. Um, so I mean, it depends. Yeah. And, you could say Chelsea just kept a clean sheet. Can can listen? Ings will score goals. My point is, it is in a, in a t- in a time where we might need transfers because of injuries or uh, <clears throat> suspensions. If you don't, if you have a, a, a sun-shaped hole in your team, is it worth taking a hit to take to bring in Ings in? I don't think so. That's my. No, point. but
1: I I think what we're talking about here is that I think if you have a sun-shaped hole, you're not worrying about a a fit striker in your team that you're substituting, out uh, that you're swapping out for Ings. I think mm-hmm. this is if you have no fires to put out and the question is, <clears throat> do you want Ings and you're looking at your option, even though he has tough fixtures, I think that he's a perfectly reasonable uh, choice to make, but I wouldn't be taking hits for him. No. Yep. I think it's I think it's
2: a reasonable choice if you're fed up with one of these strikers. But I mean, Jimenez continues to deliver, Vardy continues to deliver, and then fine.
0: There's he's, he's got... more. To be honest with you, I think he's more of an attractive option for somebody wanting to upgrade from from say Connolly or somebody who's gotten a yes. bit frustrated something with Mophi or yeah, yeah. you know something like that that they just want to move you know to a third striker that they can kind of feel confident will play every week and and I, you know,
1: I do think that makes sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think we just need to be careful. I, what I'm trying, what I'm trying to do, is be careful of chasing points, um, because I feel I feel if I was selling him and to go for Ings, why? For me, why? And and even Kane, by the way, like we could. I know it's a lot of money, and I could be saving loads, but I brought Kane for a reason, and I'm trying to stick to my guns. As difficult as Tottenham are making it, and Jose, let's see what happens if I still that strong. If they blank against Brighton, but I still think, yeah, and and I do think actually. Southampton have a a stronger set of fixtures so against them coming up that yeah they they might struggle for goals that's that's what i'm saying i'm i'm not saying yeah I they might say... i guess
1: the 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 thing is the counter to that is you know people selling vardy um, ahead of difficult fixtures you know, um, and this and, and several people who came very late to Vardy maybe thinking, oh, you know, I'm I'm jumping on the bandwagon a bit late, um, surely it's going to stop. And sometimes mm. it doesn't. Some and more yeah. often than not, it does, definitely. But I'd just say that I I wouldn't be too quick to say it's chasing points. Um I think you, if you're buying him, though, you do definitely have to kind of have reasonable expectations. I think he's yes. fine to buy. Yeah. You can't go and buy him and think that he's going to match the last five weeks because I don't think he does. No, I think no. he delivers well for his price and yes. probably more and in that's line with expectation.
2: And, and I also think it's, it, I know you're not, but comparing him to the way Leicester play, the way Southampton play completely different.
1: Absolutely, oh, totally.
2: yeah. Absolutely, and um, you know, Vardy became a must because of his run, because of the ownership, because of everything else, as well as that. Although, to be honest, it, I mean, listen, a, a fit Danny Ings when he was at his fittest, when he was at Burnley, I believe he was he was at Burnley, right? He he scored twenty plus, which what got him the move to Liverpool. I, I love Danny Ings as a player, and I think when he's fit, he can. And he's proven. Well, I thought he might not last all this, and I think no, he definitely not.
0: Today.
2: Yeah. And, I and think that's why most wrong. of us didn't
1: buy him <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah yeah absolutely um, but I just think yeah, you hit you hit it on that, the expectation because mm. he will blank and then you'll get frustrated because you sold somebody like Abraham who might score when he blanks but you just need to balance it out and, and just decide what's best for your team moving forward
0: Aye, aye. thanks lads um, got a few more listener questions that I want to get across uh, FBL Dave was saying he sold Connolly for Pookie um, I'll come to give that one to you, Kylie. Um he's wondering is that a good move and how about if he follows through on his plan to captain him this boxing day? What's your thinking on Pookie?
1: Uh okay, yeah, interesting. I I actually think Pookie could be a decent shout. Um the they're definitely looking better than they, they had after that uh several week long slump that um, was happening and people who've owned Cantwell will be very happy. Um, And, uh, you know, it continues that he's sort of one of the – him and Cantwell are the main men for for Norwich and they're really going to have to step up if Norwich are going to stay out of the relegation zone come end of the season because – you know, they're not as, the team isn't looking as sort of whipping boy-esque as, as they had previously been. Um, so, you know, I think that they might be encouraged by some of those results. Um, they're playing Villa next and, uh, I mean, Villa are just looking diabolical defensively Um They've now got John McGinn out. uh, So who knows what the outcome is going to be there, but I would absolutely fancy him to get on the scoreboards. And I think that a lot of people are going to remain put off by Pookie because of everyone having jumped on him earlier in the season and then this terrible run he had where he just absolutely couldn't do anything. Um, So it could be a huge deterrent and also – in many ways, uh, we, we were there talking about Ings and uh, whether pe- who who people would be selling to, to get Ings at this stage. I think you'll find a lot of people would be resistant to move from um, their other strikers to go to Pookie, um, for some of the reasons I mentioned. So he could prove to be a really lucrative differential um, and he's still a decent price and he's capable. We know he is capable of delivering good returns. So, yeah, I mean... I think I would couch it with, you know, not all of the fixtures are, are easy in the next run because they do a Villa, which looks great. Tottenham, I mean, Tottenham are conceding goals, but you would expect some degree of bounce back. And surely they're going to start keeping more clean sheets, you would think. Um, then they've got Crystal Palace. Palace can be a bit difficult. Man United, well, it is what it is, and then they've got Bournemouth. So it's a bit of a mixed bag fixture-wise, but uh, again, I'd reiterate fixtures have not been uh, predictable in terms of the outcome. Not like uh, historically we'd say, you know, when this team plays that team, I'd expect Whatever to happen, it's not working that way. We, we've got a lot of unpredictable results, which makes things interesting. But it also means that you shouldn't put too much stock in the FDR ratings.
0: Yeah, I, and it also um, gives good credence, probably, to uh, captaining him on Boxing Day is probably a design to give yourself serious indigestion, Dave. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, but did you Did you watch uh, Villa Southampton or even the highlights? No. I have. I am not surprised that Dave was mentioning that. Honestly, Villa. Oh, Villa were atrociously me
0: defensively. I heard. Yeah, yeah.
2: Villa yeah. were absolutely shocking. I mean, both goals that they could. Uh, two, two of the three goals that they conceded. Okay, one was, and, and even the, the third is a set piece, but that that shit happens. Um, and the funny thing is, Adam Adam Hopcroft, he, he's a big Villa fan, and when I saw him uh, last Friday, and he 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 was saying to guys, with Ming's injury, I would stay away from our defenders. I don't, tr- I don't trust our defense. Grealish is the only person in the team. He was saying that, uh, you know, he goes, "If you want to punt, go Trzci? but I wouldn't even do that or, or El Ghazi or whatever. Grealish, if you really want a good player from Villa, stay away from the defense. What do I do? I went and got Target instead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, all right, uh, Kylie Husky Nation was asking with a wild card to use before it is lost uh, what are the three best defenders to put alongside Lunny in his team he's leaning towards uh, cheap options because he went expensive to start the season
1: I am personally still happy with uh, with my defense that I I have and it, it is a bit of a threadbare for financially so uh, defence but um, you know I still I think that Kelly is still a good option for the moment um, disappointingly conceded uh, to Newcastle who to Almiron no less sorry can we talk about that Yeah, I have to, long be
0: long happy to be happy there? for him I'm, I oh bl- my god
1: that yeah. guy I was so happy for him <laughs> so, so long happy. To get his goal. Um, even though
2: I lost I- my clean sheet I was so happy for him <laughs>
1: Yeah, the pressure. I mean, I remember having him in my team at one stage last season thinking he could be a differential. Uh, he was a superb differential in that no one else brought him in because he wasn't scoring <laughs> goals. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they conceded to Elmer's first Premier League goal. Um which was a bit annoying, but they are still perfectly capable of keeping clean sheets. And as we've sort of said many times over the last couple of weeks, they do have a great run of fixtures. So uh, I think he's now 4.4, so he's not as cheap as he was, but he's still very reasonably priced. Um, I would be keeping Soyonshu. Um, now you might not have him and he might be a little bit expensive to get in uh, at the moment, because he's gone up so much. But um, defensively, they're still decent. I mean, you're, you're not going to want to play him. No one would have wanted to play him this week. You're not going to want to play him next week. But outside of those fixtures, I think he's eminently playable against most other teams. Um So I I would still be looking at them. Obviously you've got Lord Lundström. He shouldn't be going anywhere. I still think it's an acceptable idea to double up even on um, Sheffield United. People who had Baldock um, as well as Lundström have done very well recently because I think there's next to nothing between them in in overall points, actually, so... um, you know, there, there's attacking returns to be had there. It's shown that a few times. I think there's so many options that you can look at. Rico's banned, right? So whether you want to keep him or, or bring him in or not is uh, is debatable. He, he's the master of only get a clean sheet when he's third on your bench, right? They, I think there's something in his contract that says if X amount of uh, fantasy football managers have started him, he won't. Uh, keep a clean sheet as ludicrous as that sounds um so i think it is still largely the same sort of prospects um i in theory given the next three fixtures i would have liked to think that someone like aurea would be an option and he's kind of been floating around in, di- in discussion a lot um and and on paper should be but I just continue to be underwhelmed by Spurs' defence, um, even with his attacking potential. And even though uh, Son got the red card, like, Aurea just always feels like a red card that's going to happen. You know, he's a liability. So, I, I probably... Did you see would... the
2: keeper today?
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, What we're not was he doing? Put... I still don't understand why he just didn't come out and catch the ball. But, I mean... Uh, you just I, it just seems to be a Spurs keeper thing like just these weird weird decisions because some of the things that Larice did before he got yeah. his injury were just mind-boggling mm. so i you know i and i think you know that's just another reason to not go um for Spurs defense because while the recent clean sheet may have lulled people into some sort of false sense of they're coming good uh i I just think it feels a little unstable to me. Yeah. So, I, you know, with fixtures, you would have liked to think Villa Defense, for instance, Mars, you brought Target in. A number of people did, but defensively, they're not looking strong. So, it feels to me a boring answer. But the usual suspects, um, I don't think the profile of strong, cheap defensive options has really changed.
2: Yeah. So, um- what you said is spot on a couple of teams that uh, well uh, I've certainly did not hear newcastle so i think Newcastle at home are very strong yeah, and if you yeah, want if true. you want somebody uh who
1: frustrating about willems what do we know what the story with him is because he i think has he's, he's meant to be back
2: record. now i believe he's meant to be back i think it was injury. just a yeah. okay yeah it was an injury but I, i'm not sure monitor it but they they have good defend cheap defenders right yeah. and um, they seem to have good home games crap away games but to be fair to them they've been defending quite well and Newcastle have been doing well under the radar um, yeah. and the other one is quite.
1: predictable about when you uh, like in much the same way Burnley is I feel like you can know when to bench and when to play the, those players because they tend it, when they get their clean sheets tends to be easy enough to forecast
2: yeah and then the other one is, is Brighton. I think Brighton have a good run. If you don't have Ryan in goal, you can uh, you can have one of their centre-backs. Uh, they have an attacking threat. I think Webster scored. Dunks scored. Yeah, I brought Webster in when he got a red card and, and came off early and or an OG, and then he goes and scores. So I think those are the two, along with the ones that you mentioned, if you're looking at cheap defenders, to be honest, there's not much... Um, I, Tomori could be an option but I, I don't like Chelsea's fixtures coming up and I don't see them that strong defensively but again if you want a, a top four defender he's not that expensive either so
0: nice one thanks guys um last or second last up uh marzy get this one to you uh justin i've written in brackets here in need of an intervention hey gang uh merry christmas to us all he's zero form but have you seen callum wilson's upcoming fixtures yeah so um justin has um justin has been looking at that uh upcoming fixtures for callum wilson so um uh, what do you think on that one i mean it's a cracking set of fixtures
1: it always honest.
0: is. It always is. <laughs> I think Callum Wilson, the year will be 2050. And there will be people on Twitter going, have you seen Callum Wilson? But he, sta- he started start- w- He started. well.
1: And he did,
2: he, yeah. And then somebody jinxed him. Maybe Mark brought him in or something. I don't know. Disappeared into obscurity disappeared about game And, seven, and, yeah. and the, the thing about Wilson is normally he comes back strong from injuries, actually. Mm. You know, they've got Arsenal, who just can't defend anyway. Although they've just kept a clean sheet. Brighton away. Then you've got um, West Ham, Watford, Norwich, Brighton again, and Aston Villa. I mean, if this is the, if there's a time to gamble, we were just talking about Rico. That's why one of the reasons you keep Rico because he he misses the Arsenal game and he's got that set of fixtures. Um, if, if there's a time to gamble, if you want to gamble, and if you're in the millions and you want to gamble, absolutely go for someone who nobody else is looking at because that's the only way you're going to move up. Have have the main guys as well, you know. I've always said there's no, re- there's no need for you to have six, seven differentials because then if the differentials are differentials for a reason. You need the big boys that, ev- that are doing well, not that everybody has, that are doing well, and a few differentials. And if Callum Wilson is going to be your differential uh, forward because you're so high up and you need to move up, why not? This is, this, is, if they, this is the time to gamble on him, in my opinion. But I also see your point, Don. The thing is, there's so many good forwards. We, I, I've said that three times now. So many good forwards delivering well. It's just really, this is why I'm trying to pick three and stick with them. Uh, I only sold Abraham because he was injured. And I kind of, but I, to be honest, when I saw the picture list for, for Spurs and I saw Mourinho, I knew that I was going to get Kane at some stage because I just can't help it. Um, but I'm trying to stick with those three and, and see where that takes me until
0: January. Um, the Actually, Shashank Patal was asking a related kind of question to do with, as you mentioned there, getting on differentials early, I guess, um, getting on the right bandwagons. Um, he was mentioning he never, mani- never seems to get on the right ones at the right time except for Verdi. Um, what bandwagons do you see coming in the next two to three fixtures? And which would you completely avoid? Um, now, one one team that did jump into my head, perhaps, because I was watching them at the time, but um, Chelsea against Spurs there. We were all kind of starting to lament a little bit Chelsea in terms of defensively in particular. Abraham, the shine has gone off him a bit, um, as had has for Pulisic and Mount. But, um, like... Looking at their fixture list, do you think maybe is that a bandwagon that will start again to roll again, looking at the way they played against uh, Spurs, or do you think maybe they were just really up for um, for playing against uh, their old boss, Mourinho?
1: I think they were probably just really up for it. Um, but at the same time, I mean, also Spurs were just a bit crap, really. Um, William is obviously the one who's shone... There, I mean, I, I can't see people suddenly, um, you know, bandwagoning back towards Pulisic. Um, that one firmly came off the rails. But I could see some people deciding perhaps to go for Willian. Um, he has returned throughout the season, but I also feel like it's one that could be underwhelming. Many of us who have done the hokey-cokey with Chelsea Mids, uh, so, you know, um, hudson Adoy. Pulisic, Mount, maybe William have uh, experienced some disappointment. So I wouldn't be surprised if anyone who does go down that, that channel might end up disappointed. Um, I'm not really sure uh, where I'm seeing, you know, positive future bandwagons. I certainly think that um, I can see, a, a Pogba bandwagon of a, a fashion happening if he delivers anything in the upcoming period, whether that will prove to be a uh, short lived or not is, is debatable. Um, I would love to see a, a Wilson bandwagon happening, but I think there's so many people that just feel like they've been trolled by him one too many times um, to, to date. I think that, it's a very interesting season because there are options. We kind of keep reiterating this, but there are, it feels as though there's a lot of accessible options um, across the park because of just simply because of the value that's to be had. I mean, usually we struggle to fit in all the players that we want. And it, it certainly is a lot more viable this season to have the key players that you want. So we, might continue to see sort of variety in in the direction that people go in I mean son was a bandwagon and that fell off the <laughs> spectacularly fell off the uh fell off the tracks there so is the next big one salah maybe and there's been some there's been murmurings and people bringing him in and everything but um I think we I think we will see a big swing towards people moving in Salah's direction, particularly if they yeah. sold Mane, um, you know, ahead of the blank, but for the reasons that Mars covered off earlier, I, I just think he looks back to Salah and hungry.
2: It's strange to be talking about a bandwagon for one of the best players in FPL, right? I know, but, but just... he
1: did, he went down in price. He went yeah. cheaper than Mane. Quite so, absolutely. And yeah. he was
2: injured. He was injured and he seems to be back. Yeah. I think I can see a bandwagon for Greenish.
1: Um yeah starting. I think that's kind of starting isn't it it's brewing yeah. a bit now
2: I can see why I mean in yeah. the shocking team he's one he's he's the best player um and talisman and probably yeah you know I know he missed the pen uh <clears throat> but you know he he will get goals um future bandwagon's I also uh, that would avoid is uh, Everton or Arsenal right now I know yeah. that they've they got new managers. I've seen people on Richarlison, people even captain him. Um, people talking about Sigurdsson. Let's see what Ancelotti does. Yes, Ancelotti is a great manager. I don't mean this in a bad way. But he had better players than the players at Everton. And I think Everton have a good team. It's just he was play, He he had a lot of better, better players. He did well because he also had great players. So let's see what he is with,
0: you know, OK players. Oh, god God that comes across
2: all <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, right? I'm, I'm no no that they're, no, they're, yeah. they're
0: they're good. They they would be competing for the championship year on year. Actually <laughs> no, uh, listen, there's no way
2: Everton should be where they are in the league. It's just no, quite funny. No, that that no, they are no, where they
0: are.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and another one is Arsenal. I mean guys, oh, you know, come on, yeah. No, no, oh, yeah. it's just Arsenal like we will learn one day. I mean, like I said, is not playing. I don't know why. That still manages that well. The uh, interim manager. Uh, well, and he's no, the, the only manager.
1: one that seems to be scoring. Well, it it's makes funny, no isn't sense. It? Why <sighs> can't they just
2: play them together or something like that? It's, it's crazy. They, might, they need goals. They need to win. They are not in a position to rest their best players, but they still are. Um, and I know they just got a clean sheet and they got cheap cheap defenders, but for the love of God, this is not a bandwagon that anybody should start. No. Um, Martinelli, I can see Martinelli yeah, or Greenwood, that. one of those, becoming a bandwagon if people get fed up with strikers and go 3-5-2. Um, and actually Martinelli, I really like the look of him. But again, he's a bench option because there's so many other better strikers. So yeah, those are the two that I would avoid is Everton Arsenal until we see what
0: Arteta and Ancelotti do. Excellent. Excellent Um Game week plans and captain picks, folks. So we're at that stage of the show when we talk about our plans for the coming game week, in this case, game weeks, and um, also discuss our captain picks for the coming game weeks. Um, as Adam Adzer, 702, uh, says, Verdi and Ings have put their hands up through pure consistency. Um, but um, what are our captain picks for game week 19 and 20? So uh, Kylie, come to you first on it. What's your pick? What's your plans?
1: Oh, do you know what? I still haven't had time to process this whole sun situation. It's quite difficult because as I said, I have Ali, De Bruyne and Mane Mm. already. um, And I think they're probably obvious ballpark, same price kind of options uh, or similarly priced um, options for, for people. So, you know, it's either a case of stretching to Salah. It would have to take a hit to downgrade someone um, like Jimenez um, to do it. And my options then for that Jimenez replacement would be not that inspired. Um, Alternatively, I could go for someone like Grealish, but I have to confess that I'm somewhat underwhelmed by those options. And so, I'm a bit extra annoyed at Son for for this because he's just derailed all of my thinking. Um, So I genuinely don't know, but it is possible that I end up taking a hit this week. I have not been taking hits, um, but for me to do anything interesting, I may yet do that. Um, In terms of the captaincy, um, I don't know. I mean, I have a few viable options. I have Rashford uh, against Newcastle, but realistically I probably won't do that. Um, Ali at home to Brighton, to um, Brayner against Wolves, Mane. Yeah, I probably won't captain Mane. Um, so there's there's a couple of options there, but I probably won't captain Vardy again, even though I should have done it for like the seventh week in a row this week. I I uh, I wasn't loyal to him and I suffered the consequences. Uh yeah, I I think it's it's another game week where it's not necessarily super obvious. I do think people with Kane probably mm.
0: um And Son, um yeah. I know that even myself I had, I had on Son, I was planning on captaining him these yeah. two game weeks as Marsy was um is planning on I know said just keep captaining
2: Son and put a vice captain on somebody else. You know those people who.
0: That's <laughs> the oh, my yeah. rant about
2: the people that play the blanks or have on That so. So originally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every time. Uh, yeah. The uh. But uh. Marzi, what about yourself? Um. We know your Ooh. captain will be. Yeah, Kane, captain came uh, for
1: the
2: for the next two. I think. Let me just mm. check. Uh,
0: it's against uh, Norwich in well, the, the next two. The, yeah. The yeah it's one, the right. And
1: then the yeah. Norwich, yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. it just really depends on uh, who else who else play what other games there is in game week twenty. Let's see we've got Wolves at home, Liverpool Wolves at home. Yeah. Definitely came for the next two. Um although City have a good game at home to Sheffield, so
0: let's see. Well Sheffield United is a good defence though. I um but at home. City at
2: home are irresistible
1: sometimes. The way and they probably play. with Aguero back, so
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I keep saying, I'm going from Kane down to bring Uh, You know me, I'll probably end up switching Kane to Aguero or something like that. probably will, yeah. I love a premium forward and I love those guys. Um, so, most likely, Kane captain for the next two. Now, with, with I just brought in Son, lost 14 points overall because of selling Todd and bringing Son in plus or minus four. So, yeah, um, I love you, Son. Um, cheers for that. Um, <laughs> I think for me, the straightforward option is. I still think Spurs have good fixtures. I still think they will deliver. They 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 become in a flat track bully. They beat in the Crab teams and struggling against the top yeah. teams or the big the 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 so called big teams. So I might just go to Ali to be honest. Um, the other option I was looking at is Grealish. The, I, like Kylie, I'm underwhelmed by the options because I want to at some stage. Upgrade him when Jimenez has the a couple of tough fixtures to Rashford potentially, but if Rashford continues to not do well because of not because of him because of the team, um, then I might not need to do that because Jimenez is delivering. Uh, I, can, I will play Jimenez against Man City because I think the Man City defense well, is there the to get.
1: Yeah.
2: No, no, no! I, like I don't want to yet. sell him. I don't need to sell him either. My, um, I wasn't going to do a transfer this week and I was going to hold one and then maybe Zaha and Jimenez to Rashford plus uh, maybe bring in Tarora to cover Wolves for later on. But now it's going to be son for most likely Ali, to be honest. I think I'm just going to keep it nice and simple. I want this, this first cover. I never had Ali, so now I'll bring him in. Um, and, then, and then, yeah, I'll see what, what I'll do later. The, the reason I would go Grealish is to potentially bring in Salah somehow later on. But I can wait
0: for that. Yeah, as I mentioned, I own Ali and Son. So um, it is it is on my mind to bring in Salah because I would love to see a Salah-Mane combo. But, of course, that does give you the headache every week of going which one to captain. Because uh, if you only own one and you really like the Liverpool fixture, it's a really easy decision. Whereas um, if you do own the two of them, it's kind of it can be a difficult kind of toss-up um, week on week. Um, but uh, yeah, Grealish. I don't know. I maybe I'm holding a little bit of Republic of Ireland uh, anti sentiment about um, about Grealish, but I'm kind of slow to bring him in. Um, as much as I agree, he is their talisman, and he um and he could provide nice value with the coming fixtures. Captain pick wise, I had as I mentioned Son in my sights. If I keep Ali, if I don't just rage transfer Spurs assets out, which I'm unlikely to do, um he probably will be my captain this week as much as I think there, would you guys agree? There is a bit of a difference between captaining Ali versus captaining Son or Kane. Um, it just feels more, Son feels more solid than, um, than Even though Ali it's captain.
1: Statistically, everything has actually supported that Ali mm. has been the top performer um, in the time since Mourinho has arrived, you know, in terms of shots, Shots on well, there's no
0: doubt in the world he's but, looked. He's gotten the biggest bounce, but it just doesn't doesn't feel right. But it does
1: feel you know, a little less comfortable than than mm. captain in Kane or Son. I would agree with that.
0: This Son suspension isn't something any of us needed. Um, with the quick turnaround in games and with the Spurs fixtures, because um, these these three upcoming ones look as good as they they can get. Um, so yeah. Marzi might Marzi might be the one laughing at the end of it all with his with his Kane captain up top.
2: All oh, right, stop jinxing I mean, I did say he was the most likely to score today, but he only had one shot. Jesus.
1: Well, see, that's <laughs> actually the other thing that I'm debating. Um, while we're still talking about transfers, is you want to copy Kane? I could, well, I didn't want Kane, I wanted Son, um, but um, I could do um, Son and uh, Jimenez to uh, Grealish and Kane if I felt conviction, uh, but I genuinely don't know what I want to do, So, but I, there's options there.
0: Yeah, you might have to decide that over to Christmas. Um, that's all we got time for on tonight's show, folks. Um, we'll take this opportunity to wish all of our listeners a happy Christmas. Um, ho- whoever you spend it with and however you spend it, make it a good one. Um, we have been Mars, you can find at Mars05. Kylie, you can find at KylieFPL. Myself, you can find at The Marple Curse. And of course, make sure you're following our group account at 3 FPL. Thanks as always for listening and your continued support. Good luck in the coming game weeks. Adios, amigos. Three brave amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone. A brave amigo, (laughs) wherever they need us, our destinies lead us, amigos. We're all.